Welcome to the Modern Feminine Podcast. I'm Angela. And I'm Allison, and we're your hosts. On this podcast, we dive deep into real-life topics and don't shy away from the hard stuff. Our mission is to eliminate the shame surrounding hard conversations and encourage more open dialogue about femininity and unapologetic authenticity. And sometimes we're just two friends bullshitting over an espresso martini. We'd love for you to join us. Hello. Hi, guys. You know, I went to Trader Joe's yesterday. <laughs> this is not how you told the story before we started recording. <laughs> no. No. But we have to talk about the the eggnog liqueur <laughs> 7.99 at your local trader Joe's. i know i can't believe that you actually remember the how much it cost i am i i used to joke that i could be a professional shopper before that was a real job yeah <laughs> now it's a economy like gig economy job <laughs> i've I, i've never done i've never done that one but um no it's 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 not a super well-paying job but right. you could ask me the price of most things in trader joe's and i would probably know them so and i definitely wouldn't call like adored <laughs> People professional. Oh, yeah, no <laughs> they're no. amateurs at best. There, there is a professional shopper job I would still be very qualified for. That could be very professional, but is uh, that not really so relatable though? Yeah, no, it is. Like who has gotten one banana <laughs> when you wanted one bunch of bananas? Yes. <laughs> no, the swaps are the best part. Those are always oh, the best. Yes. <laughs> This makes a lot of sense. Completely different type of food. <laughs> I did do a DoorDash. This is way off what I was going to talk about. <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about ignoc liqueur. I know. We'll but I did do it. a DoorDash um, order this week because I was sick. And yeah. um, the the lady, I asked for two pears. And the lady gave me two of the most rotten pears I've ever seen. What? <laughs> and it's like there's bugs in the bag. Oh my gosh! I'm like, where you was... brought fruit flies to my house? Do you mind sharing what grocery store this was? The from? Sprouts. Okay. Which is really unheard of for Sprouts. Yeah, I was gonna say they're. I think she beat is... the shit out of the fucking. Just <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this bitch! <laughs> I, I have to bring your fucking. If you have DoorDash, <laughs> you would honestly understand <laughs> that being a possibility. <laughs> Yeah, it's the worst. Um, but yeah, that's surprising. I feel like Sprouts airs on the other side of the spectrum where you're not going to find like not even close to a ripe anything. That's like, true. No <laughs> ripe avocado, not even close uh, or yeah, apples or, or pears or, or bananas. Yeah. Nothing. No, no. You do not want to go there in an emergency. I feel like they do that on purpose, though. It seems yeah, like yeah. Over there. I mean, it makes sense for a lot of produce. So sure. But anyways, at Trader Joe's. <laughs> My so we're getting Hot. ready for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Item, and my sister loves eggnog. I mean, I really enjoy eggnog too. I do too. I have a great eggnog recipe. I yeah, I believe. <laughs> Shout you. out Bear Girl <laughs> yeah. recipes. I did last year. <laughs> that was only last year. You did eggnog. I I think I remember it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was last year. It, it was a last second, year, but it was yeah. It's yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you can eat some raw eggs while you're at it if you're into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I did see the eggnog liqueur, and I was like, okay, I'm bringing this to Thanksgiving. <laughs> and on the, on the, and you were saying that like you thought the ingredients were going to be terrible. Yeah, I said I wanted to buy it, but I'm. I think my words were there's probably some really whack dairy ingredients in there yeah. that I might not do that great with. So uh, yeah, that's how it's been with uh, Bailey's or yeah. Kahlua. Sometimes I mean I don't know. We don't have to go into whole <laughs> dairy <laughs> intolerance yeah. and whack dairy ingredient conversation. <laughs> But, um, yeah, back when I didn't do very well with dairy, I I would not have been able to have mm-hmm. those things. And so I think I just have a little bit of caution now, especially because, uh, like, liquor laws, they don't require ingredient lists. So we don't really know what's in those yeah. things. So. There is an ingredient list on this one, though. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I Others don't, picture. but, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check it. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> oh, we forgot to preface. We are. <laughs> Allison has been sick. Yeah. Yeah. She might cough. I might cough. Yeah. I had a moment where I thought it was coming, but, um, so it actually, it, it doesn't say like whack or non whack dairy like (laughs) terms, but it definitely, it just says like heavy cream. Oh, okay. Um, that's cool. And I don't remember the rest, but that was what I was like looking for. Right. It was like, what dairy is this? Yeah. And so it did say heavy cream. So I'm like, okay, we'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. First ingredient. Like non-fat dehydrated skim, weird. No, I didn't see anything like that, which is kind of surprising. So especially for $7.99. I know. I know. Well, maybe I'll get it. I mean, usually in the winter I like to have like a, um, it's a, like a spiked latte, but yeah. it's usually with like, uh, Rumpelmann's. I don't even know what that is. It's peppermint schnapps oh. basically. And, or, and Kraken is really good in coffee, dark rum. Kraken. Sorry. Oh, I don't know why. Kraken. It's, it's, it's the Kraken. Cousin. <laughs> I don't know why I got, I didn't know. I mean, I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean too, which is the, it's, and on the bottle it has an octopus, right? But I just didn't know the pronunciation. So I got used to saying Kraken. Kraken. It just sounds more pirate. Yeah. But it's Kraken. More yummy Johnny Depp. Anyway, dark rum. But maybe I'll switch it up and get some eggnog liqueur this year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So they have another one. I think a peppermint one too or something. They have a couple of other special ones. I did see a few peppermint ones. Yeah. I'm not like super in love with peppermint if and like with things. I love it alone, but sometimes with chocolate, like a peppermint mocha, but I'm not like a oh no, you're making a face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why. I make myself laugh sometimes. Well, how are you enjoying peppermint alone? Are you like eating tea. candy canes? Okay. No. Let's make sure you're eating candy canes. <laughs> no, like peppermint tea. I love peppermint tea. Really? That sounds like, really gross to me. Really? Yeah, for real. Oh, no, I love I it. love peppermint, too, but, like, on its own. I'm going to stick with my spiced cherry tea that I'm drinking right now. Oh, no. I'm drinking tea with Allison in solidarity. Yeah, we are drinking tea today. And I'm getting a little tipsy off of this fire cider. Are you? No, I'm not. I'm just exaggerating. Like, dang it. I swear it's, it's a little fine. You're like, dang it. <laughs> Drink more. <laughs> No, I made this batch of fire cider years ago. I mean, it's like self-preserving because it's apple cider vinegar and honey. Right. But it does taste a little, I don't know. It tastes spiked? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She's choking on it. Uh, it's it's delicious. delicious. It's really delicious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but So good. Anyway. Okay. 
we have gathered here today. Stop <laughs> using that. <laughs> I don't know why it comes to mind. It's so weird. No we, one's getting married. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so what do we want to talk about today? Okay. Today we're talking about why in the MF world is it not okay still in 2023 for women to just express their sexuality in however way they want to. Mm-hmm. Whatever, like whatever shape, color, size. Mm-hmm. There, it's just we still have a lot of like limitations and, you know, things that are taboo and things that are not and... I think it bothers both of us, so mm-hmm. let's try and talk about it. Yeah, let's see. Start it off. I mean, I think I want to, I'll, I'll reference that story that oh, I saw, yeah. that Instagram story. <laughs> yes. Um, so shout out Jenna's Kitchen. She uh, is an Instagram account that I adore, but she was, you know, she's a former Mormon and she... Like me. Yes, and she was so uncomfortable but chose to do it anyway but post a picture of her in like her underwear with like a bralette on like she was sitting in bed with her husband on their their vacation for their anniversary and she was like I'm so uncomfortable but I'm gonna push through the shame and whatever else that comes up with me doing this because I really want to do this, and I shouldn't be ashamed of this. Yeah. Well, and didn't she even do it in black and white, you said? Yeah. Mm -hmm. To kind of, like, make it less of a in-your-face. Yes. I don't have a lot of clothes, which she was still probably, like, completely covered. Yeah. It's not that different from wearing a bikini. No. Um, And I'm not saying this to give her a hard time for how she feels. I certainly (laughs) very much identify with where she's at, with... You know, feeling like you can't show any skin mm-hmm. ever, basically, much less like on social media. Why mm-hmm. are you doing it? Do you need attention? Like, you know. Yeah, it's always like seen as attention seeking. It is, yeah. Even when we just, you know, get really pretty, you know, put a lot of effort in. And then, you know, I, I just, I think we have known of people that, you know, maybe a significant other gives you a hard time. Like why, you know, are you trying to go out tonight with your girlfriends and like, you know, pick up somebody or flirt a ton or like why, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's, that's like the the least of what I'm even talking about here when it, we talk, we talk about expressing our sexuality, but it's like this like idea that if we're feeling ourselves and mm-hmm. we want to share it, that it's attention seeking yeah, and not just, because we want to fill ourselves. Right. And I mean, there's something to say for just enjoying your body, enjoying what you wear, you know, being, you know, out and being in public. Yeah. Enjoying yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And showing, you know, whatever it is that you want to show, you know. Yeah. I want to recount a, rem- a memory that I have of recent, recently, and of course, always bringing like, a, you know, just naturally bringing motherhood into this. But... Mm-hmm. My, um, my daughter, you know, raising a daughter, I had to, I mean, you think about this stuff a lot, you know, like how to communicate with her about her body and about things that she wears. And, um, I have loved watching Jenna's kitchen, Jenna is her name, um, her learn, like kind of relearn how to communicate about bodies to her children Yeah. after being, you know, kind of outside of the church and, um, outside of the teachings that she grew up with. And um, 
<clears throat> excuse me, she was, she was kind of, she would never post about her children, you know, um, they're all in dance and cheer and stuff. And like, obviously more skimpy, skimpy, I guess is like the <laughs> yeah. traditional term that people would use, like just less clothing, you know, yeah. cause it gets in the way when you're learning how oh, to do yeah. these things. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and so she was talking more about, um, like how to communicate about their bodies and just let them, let them wear what they want to wear. Uh, especially if it's for like a sport, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I've mentioned this, I think, in past episodes where Scarlett makes comments about my friend's clothing <laughs> yeah. because I'm not one. I mean, it's I, I think I express myself in my own way with my clothes, but I'm not one to like show my stomach yeah. or like, you know, sometimes I'll wear like a lower shirt or something. But it's yeah. not I'm just I'm not I don't know. I'm not like as revealing of my clothing. But, you know, Angela sometimes will will be more revealing than me. Yeah. I mean, most times. <laughs> most <clears throat> most and, of the time. And probably a lot more revealing, yeah. Yeah. And so Scarlett notices my daughter and will notice she's six. And she'll be like, she'll be like, Angela's belly button was showing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Angela's bottom was showing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was like, Angela forgot her underpants today. <laughs> or forgot her pants today. <laughs> she's no, like, I had my pants on. Like, nope, those are pants. They just don't cover my butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. and so she like kind of normalizing with us and I know that's going to be probably taboo for a lot of people like really young it makes people uncomfortable you yeah. know yeah um but well, especially if you have you know as, as she goes through puberty and everything I'm sure you'll be revisiting this in your yes, mind you know how course. this is is addressed and what you're comfortable with for her and letting her express herself how she wants to you mm-hmm. know I wasn't able to and we had a lot of rules kind of as far as like what was able to be shown and what was not kind of, you know, guidelines. And, you know, part of changing how I dress now is to push boundaries for myself. Um, mm-hmm. But part of it is it's just fun. It is just it's fun to try different styles and learn how to dress for my body. And so that's part of it with I don't know if you <laughs> back me up here, but I feel like the way that I dress these days accentuates like highlights my figure a yeah, lot better than maybe when I was covering myself up more and I didn't know how to dress and I have an athletic form. So I would end up looking kind of boxy a lot if I didn't wear things that kind of hug in on my waist or show a little bit of waist to show mm-hmm. that I, you know, because I have broad shoulders and broad hips. And so, you know, some of it is just playing around with that for myself and, you know, just being able to find stuff that looks good and then feel more confident because you know mm-hmm. I I like I take selfies all the time and I don't send them to anybody they're on my phone they're just for me you know yeah you know remember outfits and remember the feeling it inspires that in me and you know it's just it's for fun I, I think that's what it goes back to more than anything it's not like I'm like you know I think this got okay. the topic of conversation yeah like Wiggling like everything's hyper sexualized yeah. or something it's not what's happening <laughs> it's just an expression of my own feminine femininity yeah and it has I, I've definitely started hiding myself less mm-hmm. and um I think that it has been the most comfortable for me up until now up until somewhat recently to wear oversized clothes or whatever and it worked because it was kind of the style and like you know a lot of people are wearing like oversized clothes especially right now I know like, it is very much it's like hard to figure out sizing because slouchy, everything's yeah. oversized yeah. but yeah so I was 
I, I've kind of pulled back from that quite a bit and looked more, like even just the way that I'm searching for clothes and looking for clothes, it's more of like using words that are, you know, I, I want to be more, I want to have more of, of a sexual energy about myself, yeah. even when I am just doing a whole lot of nothing, you yeah. know, to, you know, to going to the grocery store or whatever, yeah. taking care of the family, but it just, I want, I want to feel more feminine. And yeah. part of that for me is not hiding behind my clothing, you oh, know? Totally. Yeah. Well, and, um, I think a lot of, for me with expressing our sexuality, I think for me, it's more of like better termed as like embodiment of femininity Yeah. because the feminine energy is, you know, mm -hmm. I think inherently like a sensual energy. I like the yes. word sensual, uh, maybe more than sexual. I think that a society just likes to deem yeah. things as sexual or over-sexualized when someone is just, you know, has a sensual energy. And the more that I've gotten into this embodiment myself on a day-to-day -day basis, like I, you know, I've been on the first dates with people that will just express that they notice that about me, you know, that I have this like sensuality to me. And mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to like clarify. Like I'm not like this, I don't know. I mean, you know this and anyone that knows me knows I'm not like some, like I'm not talking about sex all the time. That's not what no. this is. It's more no. just like this embodiment. And that's kind yeah. of what I said a minute ago. Like if you're just feeling like feel yourself, you know, and that's like connect to yourself. Connecting to that energy is very palpable to the people around you. And it's expressed not just with dress, but definitely that's one way that we can you know, that we display it as women mm -hmm. and how we choose to dress. And yeah. And I, I, that also goes with choosing not to wear a bra. Oh yeah. That's I've been, I've been, I've been pretty good at that. Yeah. 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 I, have, I mean, I have quite a few outfits where I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is I've... challenging cause I'm not like an A cup. I'm not super large, but I'm not an A cup, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a D cup and yeah. I still have gone without, yeah. you know, without a bra um, more often, especially like date nights and stuff. Oh, nice. And I think people are so uncomfortable with it. <laughs> they, they really are. Yeah. And, and now it just is like fun yeah. to fuck with people. I agree. <laughs> especially in Gilbert. Oh my gosh. Yes, <laughs> definitely. I'm like saying a little suburbia. more, yeah, a little more normal maybe over in my part of town, but yes. I still get looks too, you know, yeah. and you know, I can, so I can only imagine for you cause I'm like B plus maybe C on a good day. So yeah. Yeah. So, but I still, I still definitely get looks, you know, and it's like some intimidation or glares or whatever from women and then you know yeah. flat out stares from men or whatever yeah where it's just like I don't know it's weird yeah well I, I think that it's just this expectation that women are supposed to present a certain way like yeah. whatever way that is I mean or you're supposed to have like super perky tits <laughs> yeah they're supposed to be at your chin Hiked up uh yeah. no like nipple protrusion no nipple. oh yeah. my gosh did we but ever figure Kim, out it's real is it real oh Kim, my gosh Kim Kardashian's nipple nipple oh my bra I'm like I want it no I don't need it but if no. I wear like a normal thin yeah. bra like I, always they're, hard, yeah. they're always hard but uh I was just dying in the comments and it was it was like a month ago maybe yeah. and I had to look at the comments and everyone 
someone's like, I had to check if this was April Fool's. And yeah. But no, it's like a real bra. It's real. That has the nipple protrusion, which I kind of love. I do too. <laughs> I do. And there have been multiple people that have come out, multiple companies that have come out with like their oh, own really? version. Oh, really? Their own sense. Just in that short yeah. time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that, and it's wonderful for people that have like breast cancer and stuff. You yes. Know? Like, yeah. Yeah. That, that does make sense. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's. For a woman that looks like me, you know, if you mm-hmm. listen to our bodies in the wild episode, mm-hmm. like I'm a much, I'm a very full figured woman. I have huge hips. I have a huge, a huge ass. I am just generally full figured. Right. And then I'm not wearing a bra, like with whatever I'm wearing. It's like triple, quadruple whammy on this chick. Yeah. You know? And you're walking you're just like Gilbert. pure sexuality and walking like... around. Yeah. <laughs> and it's new for me too. So yeah. I like I have to embody more DGAF than than I naturally have yeah. right now. But I'll say that if, if I'm with Raul, my husband, like it, I, I could I couldn't care less. Yeah. You know? I love that for you guys. Um, yeah. And he, I mean, obviously it's been fun for both of us, for me to just like care so much less. Yeah. Yeah. And I will just throw something on. Like I'm not like throwing multiple outfits on anymore. I'm just like putting on what feels good. I'm not going to question it anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, generally, right. Not always. <laughs> yeah. But when I'm with him for date night, it's like no rules. Yeah. And it feels that way, you That's know? So cool. But yeah. So people, people really don't, people really don't like seeing your nips. No. It turns out. Other women. I think it's more other yeah. women than just, men, obviously. Yeah. It just makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I find myself really filtering myself or what I wear, how I'm presenting in my area. Uh, yeah. You know? I would imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it feels, it feels very freeing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I... I think I had this conversation with you the first time Scarlett made a comment about my clothes, maybe, mm-hmm. that I, I didn't even occur to me to, like, dress for Gilbert. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, no bra, showing my stomach, and my butt cheeks are hanging out, and I'm, like, yeah. going to dinner with you guys as a family or whatever. And, yeah, and yeah I mean, that's that's not necessarily the vibe out there. Um, I guess if we'd gone to, like, Dirk Bentley or something, maybe it would yeah. be. But, yeah, probably. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it didn't even occur to me because, like, yeah, it's like, I'm not like, I'm so cool, but I don't, I've just stopped. I had to stop at some point because I just grew up worried all the time. Like even like the minusculest, like is my, are my shorts just, um, even, you know, a half an inch too short or something like that, you know, to, to that degree of like worry rather than just being like, do I like how I feel in this? You know, do I look good in this? Do I feel confident? Whatever. It was like, that was never the. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> order of the day. Why are the weirdest <laughs> things coming to my head? The weirdest cliches always. Um, but it wasn't the first thought, you know, was, was not, you were not encouraged to step into, mm-hmm. you know, your body and to feel into it and to be confident in how you look. That would have probably been seen as like somewhat vain, you know, yeah. we always had to be put together and put effort into ourselves, but in like this little box of how that should look, you know? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I became so much more um, conservative through, because I was pretty wild most of my childhood, like mm-hmm. just spiritual, like I was just like, my, I had a wild spirit, you know, yeah. but I really toned down a lot um, in high school, mostly because it was just dad, you know, just yeah. my dad as parent, you know, as our parent. And so it was like, 
I mean, I was exploring my sexuality in a high, at in high school, you mm-hmm. know, and I know that probably wasn't the case for you in the <laughs> no, same way. No. But I didn't know anything about anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, having I mean, I had a boyfriend. I had lots of freedom. I had you know no parental supervision. Yeah. But then getting like walked in on multiple times. Oh wow! In high school, yeah, with Raúl and um, there were some like. I, there were comments made at me, you know, right, right. Like calling me names, you know? And so I was like, okay, so this is, it means I need to be conservative. Like I need need to like cover my body. If I do these things and I am these names. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's partially obviously, well, in in a big way, part of this freeing feeling that now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I like, I, I even wore my MILF sweatshirt to my yeah. dad's house. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was really scary. Wow. Um, Did he say anything about yeah, that? Of yeah. Oh I'm yeah. Sure. He was like, he was big man. He was oh, like, you wow. know what that means? You're like, no. I was like, no. I, I, tell me, me more. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was cute, you know. But like, I'm just loving this, you know, milf energy right yeah, like yeah. not actually saying that i want that to happen <laughs> yeah. like i uh, am in a like you loving might be giving people marriage. the wrong idea <laughs> yeah. here on the podcast yeah, right all right boys if you're listening <laughs> when i was gonna put milf on my truck and then i was like yeah like I think it does give the wrong idea that I'm like here to steal your man or something. <laughs> I know, but anyone that knows you and recognizes your truck, yeah. is, you know, they know they know that you're not. They're like, no, this bitch ain't no, here to steal my man. No, no, but it's it just feels good to like be in that. It feels it feels feminine. It feels yeah, just feels like me. Yeah. So something else that I think anyone will notice that's happening in the world is mm-hmm. everyone has an OF. It's like an <laughs> OF epidemic. OF epidemic. And everyone has an opinion about it, you know? Yeah. It's even like you were telling me today, actresses are coming out with their own OFs. Yeah, yeah. I just saw a woman that I followed today who I, I mean, I, you know me, I'm yeah. very, very neutral on the topic. It's, I, and I'm maybe even pro if it's, you know, somebody like encouraging somebody if they feel to do it. But mm-hmm. this woman that I follow, I was totally surprised that she did. And it just made me sit and question my own conditioning in my brain of like, this person didn't seem like the person that would start an OF, yeah. which means I still have some of that going on in my head, which it wasn't like I looked at her and judged her, but it, the fact that it caught me off guard made me think like, why am I still thinking that like one type of person is an OF type person and another person isn't, you know, yeah. like, why do we do that? Right. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't actually thought about that. And I mean, it, it, it's, but it's only natural when, and once I looked at her pod, or, um, her Instagram, her Instagram yeah. I mean, her account is very, it's a very sensual, very yeah. feminine. She, um, she is. Uh, yeah. That's why I followed her for so long. Cause I don't get off on like following a lot of actors and actresses. I don't like, like a star stark type thing yeah. typically, but she's, she's super woo and yeah, she's just always like super, like really in her femininity. She is all love and just, just exudes this beautiful energy. Mm-hmm. So modeling these gowns in the forest and stuff. I know. <laughs> Goals. Well, and I don't, it's, it doesn't mean that she's on OF 
you know, doing anything super. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't know. I'm there's, I've, there's all sorts, right? There's, you yeah. can really do. I mean, I've heard people describe it like it's, you know, an Instagram without a filter basically. So you can just share whatever yeah. content you want to and have a following and chat with people without worrying about what, it, whether it's explicit or not. Right. Mm-hmm. So it can be, or it might not be. Yeah. And it's just another way to utilize this power that, you know, women have. I mean, men are using it too, right? Of course. Yes. But I mean, it is a power that I think men have over, men have far more than women, that women have far more than men, I mean. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, Because women are probably less likely to consume you know, to seek out sure. sexy men <laughs> yeah. on in the internet, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But it does really, go, I mean, what you're saying does really speak to the the power of a feminine, like sensual feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, as we know from the modeling industry and, and there's probably some shifts in that with, you know, Instagram influencers and stuff. But for, uh, you know, I think still presently, like there are more female models. There's more female, yeah. like advertise, like women's bodies are seen as, you know, the beautiful body. Right. Like, I, I think men's bodies are pretty good. But that's just our yeah. societal, yeah. you know, that's how our culture has been. And so, but yeah, I mean, it does, I think it just goes back more to, you know, the power of a, of a sensual woman who's express, expressing, comfortable expressing that, mm-hmm. whether it's on OF or Instagram or in real life or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like we have, we, we love looking at beautiful women, mm-hmm. but only... In certain lights, right? Mm-hmm. Like only, yeah. only with what? Only in this box. Yeah. You know, are we yeah. okay with it? Yeah. Um, not we, right? I'm just saying, as a society, that's kind of the message. Yeah. And and I I I'm not necessarily like pro for pro or against um, having an OnlyFans. It's I'm more just pro doing what feels. Um, like naturally feminine to you or yeah. it feels, feels good. It gets hurt. Maybe obviously it gets, it gets, I mean, you make a lot of money, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. like a ton of money doing this. <laughs> ton of money. Yep. Um, but if it feels, you know, powerful, you're utilizing this, this force that you have, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the OF conversation can get a little bit nuanced if we bring in the, the porn industry and everything, which I don't think we're going to go there right now. But, um, the only, I think the only reason that I would lean, like I said, I'm fairly neutral on the topic, but the only reason I might lean toward pro is like you said, we, we seem to only be comfortable looking at bodies that look a certain way or in a certain light. And like, certainly our eyes know what is beautiful and, or, Mm -hmm. you know, attractive, or we have our preferences, but I think that the only reason I'd be pro is like it's I the ne- the Netflix documentary you yeah. told me about actually um, I found it really interesting because you know you've I, as far as I know not perusing only vans or anything but um, from what I know people of all shapes and sizes and uh, you know genders everything mm-hmm. are on there you know and it's just very very different from what we are seeing in mainstream media and stuff like that and so yeah. I mean I I like that if if you feel called to do it and it does feel, you know, you're feeling like you have this power and appreciation and love of your body. And maybe you don't have a super typical body, um, by our society standards, but that's an avenue for you to feel empowered. Then 
Yeah. You know, whatever that, that's, that's where I stand is whatever that avenue is, mm-hmm. you know, choosing how you dress, doing an OF, whatever choices you want to make with your own sexuality. Um, you know, like you said, for the, for good reasons. Yeah. If they are, then. And I mean, it, it is, it's very taboo, but it's also, uh, it's also, a, it's a it's a very vulnerable place to be for someone to share themselves that way clearly. Yeah, very. Yeah, and um, and so for them to kind of fight this taboo, I think. I mean, especially on that documentary, you can see the people. You know why I would say that. You know, it's like women that are would not fit societal standards of be you know beauty, like the typical societal standards exactly. of beauty. <clears throat> Excuse me, and it's. Uh, I mean, that that alone, I think, is a powerful thing to, like, normalize women's bodies. Yeah. Or or being in your own element and mm-hmm. within your body. Yeah. But the other thing I was thinking of was, you know, how much I love Matt Reif, yeah. the comedian. Yeah, I do. With the big lips. With the big lips. Juicy, <laughs> juicy lips. He's, I don't necessarily like him because he's, like, everyone, everyone thinks he's super hot. He's not really my type. Yeah. hotness wise same but um he's i just like think a generally attractive funny. male yeah. yeah yeah um but he called his um his whatever it's called i don't remember what it's called when you get like your own series or whatever for a comedian on a on netflix oh, or whatever mm-hmm. yeah he, he called it um only fans <laughs> he just called it only fans even though it's a yeah, netflix even though it's for series, him so he's like just to piss people off yeah yeah just to get so them going just... you know well yeah you i you can't even throw that word around no <laughs> in, in a lot of platforms these days right no yeah, yeah there's so, yeah. so much controversy you get blocked yeah and, yeah so that's ballsy of him <laughs> yeah he called and he's he told he talked about it on one of his podcasts talking about you know this conversation with I've, I'm gonna call this OnlyFans and you have to be okay with it <laughs> because this is what it's gonna be. Yeah, and yeah. Because and if you're not okay with it, you're probably not my people, right? Right. If you're gonna have a problem. Yeah, and I mean the point of it was really just to be like, you know, fuck you, society, yes, basically, uh, for sure. Which like I'm not a hundred percent in that mindset. That's not what I'm saying. It's more yeah, of just yeah. like, you know, can we just love? Can we love women? being in a space where they feel that they can love themselves. Too. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and also just have a little bit more acceptance for people's individual choices. Yeah, like yeah. our own, ex- our, our, our respective, uh, expression of sexuality should, why, why should it all look exactly mm-hmm. the same? You know, yeah. who, who says what we're supposed to like and not like and how we're supposed to express ourselves. And so, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think I just have a problem. I just have a problem with the judgment. That's yeah. it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Um, to try and know what other people should do with their lives and yeah, yeah, shame them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and even in the motherhood space, like you you hear so much of like, am I allowed to wear this as a mom? Am I allowed to wear this as a mom? Yeah. And that kind of pushed me to- more towards wanting to just like throw the milf like <laughs> yeah. you know acronym out there like this like do we care like yeah it's not like we're saying hey kids go be a stripper if i wear this i'm gonna be like let's go strip (laughs) you know like they don't even know what that is you know right i know like it's just being being um you know being a beautiful woman or being whatever feeling beautiful yeah you know so 
go be naked in public if you want to be naked in public. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, what if five-year-old Susie <laughs> grows up to be a stripper? Like, is this a problem? You know, it's Susie, pro- yeah. I don't know. You're talking about these little kids away. being exposed to, you know, like, you're telling them to be a stripper, but, like, you know, again, it's like, well, what if, and I don't know. I obviously can't speak to that. I, and I don't have children, so. Well, I don't, probably I don't know. Things. You know, it, it does, but I will say that if I, it's hard it's hard for me to imagine a life where I would discourage my children, not necessarily stripping, like being the thing that they want to do, sure. but like discouraging them from doing something that they feel called to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, you know, I think there's limits to that obviously, but sure. Let's um, be safe, be healthy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but I can't, I am, and I imagine my husband would struggle with that. I yeah. mean, there's been several yeah. moments of wardrobe situations with our daughter that my husband's he very uncomfortable intervenes. with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not allowed to wear that. Yeah. And, um, and she did ask recently why, you know, boys can go outside with no shirt, but girls can't and stuff yeah. like that, you know, and those are things that are hard to, hard to talk about, hard to have an answer. I don't, I, I'm trying yeah. to like figure out, I'm grasping Without, at explaining to her that breasts are sexual yeah to a six-year-old yeah right Mm -hmm. but but generally I mean I I hope to be I hope to model it myself right like what it looks like to be yeah comfortable in your skin and your body and to be you know be a sensual being yeah you know yeah I was just thinking, um, as you're sharing, you know, your motherhood experience, I'm kind of thinking, you know, my, my own and it, the, being 40 and shopping, you know, and oh, like yeah. where, what stores am I allowed to go into, you know? And, you mm. know, I think you tell me, do you buy some like airy something still? Leggings. Leggings. Yeah. Like yeah. you say airy and I'm like, I'm not supposed to be shopping there anymore. Like that, like weird things like that go through my head, but it's, it's, if you look at across the board, like shopping malls and the stores that we've had to, um, buy our clothes from, they, you could literally figure out like age brackets for, and then you look at the, you know, like more of the body is being covered as you get older. Like, like I remember Jay Jill, I remember walking by Jay Jill when I was younger at the ball and looking and it was like, there was like a swooping, it looked like so sophisticated. There was a curtain in the entryway, but then you walked in and like (laughs) everything is just super dowdy and all of that. And I'd be like, I never want to dress that way, you know, but I would say that maybe I'm supposed to be in the Jay era of my life or something I'm not really sure maybe that's 50 plus I don't know I would say that's like I think energetically you would feel so awkward and I would also be like I know what are you wearing what are you wearing I know why can't I see your butt cheeks (laughs) (laughs) give me the butt cheeks I don't know but you know there are probably 40 somethings out there that would feel uncomfortable shopping at Airy with Airy Aeropostale or I don't, I don't know. I don't go to, I don't go to stores anymore to shop. So I don't know that this is that relevant, but I mean, even, you know, Target, if you try and buy clothes there, they have it all parsed out with, you can tell it's like, there's 
less skin showing the further into the yeah women's clothing that you go you know so and I mean then you get to the plus size and then it's like a bag yeah <laughs> a freaking trash bag a big old trash bag <laughs> I know I uh, used to shop in the well instead of the plus size of Target I used to shop in the maternity, maternity. yeah I think I've told you that yeah, yeah. Those, that worked out really well for me then yeah but I mean even it's not necessarily because I only fit in plus size clothing it's more just because I was also trying to cover up, you know, mm-hmm. but I never felt comfortable in any of those clothes, those clothes. And I definitely, I mean, I don't really shop at Target at all for clothing anyway. Yeah. No, it's not um, a good idea. <laughs> no. I mean, There's some really wild <laughs> styles happening in yeah, that store these days. Some trends. Yeah. Yeah. I that I, I'm not getting on board with, Mm-mm. but, um, but anyways, I don't remember what else I was going to say about Target, but <laughs> we love Target for other reasons. Yeah, yeah. Just no longer their clothes. Um, yeah. Oh. Well, thank you guys for showing up for this. I know it can be uncomfortable to consider, talk through, but um, I hope this starts some conversations maybe within yeah. yourself and in your circles. and. Yeah. And I feel like there's quite a few different areas within this topic that we might not have hit. And so if yeah. you... You want to chat with us or we'd, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. 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 So. All right. All right. Till next time, guys. Bye. Bye.